Welcome to Compass for Your Life, and this is your host, Mary Ladybird, creator of Wonderspace. This show is about healing your home and body using sacred feng shui. Harmonize your life by creating a harmonious home. Easy and fast ways to improve your life and create wonderful spaces. Let's inspire you to make the best of your space to create your best life possible. Get ready to enjoy this new perspective on home living. Hi, this is Mary Lady Bird, CEO of Wonderspace Feng Shui. And today's topic I wanted to discuss about how to find a feng shui consultant that's right for you. There are so many different um, styles out there and consultants that have been taught of different lineages. Uh, You could have BTB, you could have classical, and then on top of that you have the space clearers, um, and then those who have their own unique gifts that they bring to the practice. And so when you go to look for a consultant, it can be a little confusing Um, to kind of know who's going to be the best one for you. So let's dive into that and take a look at some of the things that you need to be prepared for when you go to look for a consultant. So whether you're looking for someone that falls in the line of maybe the modern feng shui consultants, where it's more intuitive and um, it's it definitely has a healing vibe to it and it really you know opens up to looking at some of the challenges you might have personally that could help you change, make the changes you need to have the life you want there is also um, what's called classical feng shui and that it tends to be more um, dealing with formulas and formulaic um type situations and so when you're looking for um, a feng shui consult you really want to find out first what is it that you need are you looking for help with you know maybe interior decorating then maybe that's more a btb style practitioner if you are looking to buy a new place or buy land and build I would say maybe you should start out with a classical feng shui practitioner. And the reason being is when you're, you know, looking to buy or build, a lot of times um, having the formulas down to find out what the energies in the home are going to be before you move in is really, really key. Um, But once you're already established in a place and you've been there for a while or you know, you're, you're in your new place, you know this is where you're going to be, you've already bought a place, and you're staying there, then it might be time to pick up the phone and find someone that does more intuitive work um, or has more transcendental or meditative work that's of the maybe Buddhist tradition. So I would first find out what is it that you really are needing? You know, what kind of things in life are going on for you and then figure out from there which type of practice you would need. So once you dive into whether you want a BTB practitioner or a classical practitioner, the next step would be to get a list of all the challenges that are going on in your life and what, you know, what are your dreams? What is 
the things that you are looking to attain? What are your wishes? And just, you know, make a whole list of everything that's going on and what you might, you know, what's bothering you. (laughs) What do you love about your house? What don't you love about your house? Think about, um, yeah, just like, what are, what are your dreams? What do you want to attain? You know where you are, but what you, if you don't know where you, how to get to where you're going, this is, you know, important information um, for the uh, consult. So once you, like, figure out the, a few of these things, maybe pick your top three concerns or your top three wishes, or both, top three concerns and top three wishes. And then that way, when you go to talk to someone and interview a consultant, you already kind of know how to direct the conversation. So then you might ask, well, Mary, (laughs) how do I find a feng shui consult? Uh, How do I find a practitioner? How do I find a master? So I would say the first place you should go to look is what's called International Feng Shui Guild. And they have a directory and these are all really top-notch professionals so they do list practitioners all over the world they are international so no matter where you live you can find a practitioner somewhere near you and these days with covid we've really transformed our practices to be um, more remote based and it works just as well because we're dealing with energy so it doesn't matter if you're there necessarily or not. Um, we can still do the, the work that we need to do. If you already know you want a BTB practitioner and you're in the United States or Canada, I highly recommend checking out Mindful Design Feng Shui School and hitting the tab that says Consultants. The next suggestion I would do if, you, if you're not running into trouble finding someone that way is just do a Google search um, and do it for like feng shui practitioners near me and kind of see what comes up. So after you've done a little looking around and you've done, you know, the searching, you found a few practitioners that you're interested in, you've reviewed their website, you want to make sure that you're looking for a few things. You want to make sure that they are very clear about what they're offering And also, you want to read the About Me page because you want to kind of get a flavor of who are they, what are they about, what is there a little bit about their personality, does it jive with you. Uh, This is also an energy exchange. So when you are looking for a practitioner, you want to make sure that you're picking up on any of your own intuitive hits as whether this person is going to be right for you. Uh, You might want to look to see what their certifications are, um, kind of just get a feel by reading um, their website as to what they might be able to offer you. And once you've done, you know, your due diligence, you've searched and you're like, okay, I've reached out to a couple people for maybe discovery calls. Uh, You want to make sure you have some questions lined up to ask. And I would make sure the questions are the same for every practitioner that you talk to so you have a gauge of what their answers are. And then you can actually have a a better idea of if this person is gonna be able to do the work that you need them to. So what are some of the questions to ask a feng shui practitioner when you have the call? Well, first I would go 
you know, say, you know, tell me a little about you. What is your experience? How have you helped others? Uh, you could ask them a little bit maybe about some of the, your challenges. Talk a little bit about your challenges and see what comes up um, and see how they answer that. Uh, you're also going to want to look for personality. You know, are they more relaxed in how they're approached to you or they're very firm and very direct? Um, you want to kind of see how they're, how, what is your comfort level? Are you better with someone that's going to tell you how it is <laughs> and just lay it out on the line for you? Are you a little more comfortable with that soft, cuddly, holding, hand-holding type person? Are you more comfortable with someone that speaks quickly or speaks slowly and gives you time and understanding? I would also ask about, I would also ask about how the, um, how do they give you the report at the end? Is there a report? Do you get a PowerPoint? Do you get a recording? So you're going to want to find out what, you know, what, what is the delivery of the, of the end product? Because a lot of times is it is an energy exchange when you're having a consult. So you're going to want to make sure that you're not going to be fully there to take notes necessarily. Or if you do take notes, you might miss things. So it's always beneficial to have either a recording or a PowerPoint sent to you or something, that a write-up of some sort. So you get all the information and that you can always refer back to. This is so key and important. And especially with the transcendental stuff, you're going, if they tell you about a cure or a remedy and how to do something and you know, there's lots of steps to that. You know, it's really hard to jot down notes really quickly and catch all that. So be sure that you uh, make sure that there's some type of delivery on the end, at the end of the consult. You're also going to want to ask during your discovery call what they require for the consult. So Maybe they're going to require a floor plan. Maybe they need to have a compass direction. Maybe they need to have a property survey. Um, sometimes they require pictures or videos. Um, there's a lot of different things that might be required. So it's good to kind of ask ahead of time so you're prepared knowing what type of you know preparation you'll have to do in order to have this appointment with them. You're also going to want to know how long is the consult and is it over Zoom? Is it a phone call? Do you just get a report and you don't have any other contact? Um, so what does the consult look like, I guess, is a good question to ask. A lot of times, if you are close enough and COVID isn't going crazy, um, you might be able to meet in person and have an in-person consult. So it's definitely something you want to explore and ask the consultant. Another really good question to ask during the discovery call is whether they are able to give you different options for the same problem. Now, this can come up a lot where during a consult, um, the feng shui practitioner will say, okay, you need to put a plant here. 
And then the client would say, well, no, that's not going to work because whatever, whatever, why over that is, um, you know, how flexible are they in their, um, in how they, they give you, you know, the remedies, um, how creative are they? So this is really good, um, to have, um, knowledge of because we all kind of, even though we say we want change, a lot of times we don't want to do the things to make that change. And this comes up pretty often, you know, we're all very reluctant. We're all in our comfort zone and anything that might sound scary, like moving a bed around because you don't want to do that. (laughs) Um, You know, we say we want the change, but then we're not willing to do it. So making sure that you are definitely going in with an open mind, but also making sure that the feng shui consultant also has different options available um, and can provide those just in case if you we hit a trigger point and it's just like a no-go. I, I can't move my bed. That's, that's, that's it. I can't. I just won't. <laughs> uh, what else do you got for me? <laughs> and then maybe dive deeper on that in a second um, consult. Um, but knowing how they handle that sort of situation might be nice to know ahead of time. Okay, so now you've done all your calls, you've gathered all your information. I would take a night to sleep on it, wake up in the morning, review your answers, and then make a decision to go with someone. Now, once you do that, it's not over, of course. Um, Once you set the appointment, there's probably a lot of things you need to do to prepare for your consult. So you're going to want to get a floor plan. First and foremost, no matter what, <laughs> who you go to, almost, I, I actually have never had um, a consult where they didn't ask for a floor plan. So what that means is it's a top view look of every single floor in your home. And there's a couple of different approaches where you can get this or make it. So you can, one, you can draw it. Um, as long as the, that's, you know, that's open, um, for the, for the practitioner that you're talking with. Uh, a lot of times there's a lot of information that can come from a hand drawing floor plan. Another way you can do it is you can get on the software and you can, you know, draw it out, do it in PowerPoint, Adobe Illustrator, use some program where you can draw out the floor plan. And you can use your tape measure and just measure it and put it into the software. And then you got, you know, a pretty professional floor plan. Uh, You would want to make sure that you note where the windows are, note where the doors are. How are the door swings? Do they swing to the left or do they swing to the right? Uh, You're going to want to mark where all your furniture is. Um, There's a lot of things that go into making a floor plan. But do your best with what you have available. And if you happen to have an architectural plan drawn out by an architect, just make sure you sign it to add your energy to it, and then you can submit that as well. You also may be asked to bring up um, your property survey if you have that or go and get that from your town. You may be asked to take photos of your home. And 
I always tell my clients, do not worry about cleaning up because we're taking a snapshot of the energy in this time and space. And I kind of want to see your home how it is every day. Uh, That will give me the best reading as to what might be going on. So, you know, yeah, you know, if you want to do the dishes, that's fine. But, you know, you don't have to go around, you know, making sure that your home is spotless before you take photos. And like I said, there's a lot of energetic stuff that can happen, you know. So just leave it, leave things as they are. And, you know, there is no judgment. And we will just read the energy from that. And then lastly... I would suggest actually taking a look around your home to see where your clutter is. Um, And, you know, your practitioner will talk to you about that as well. But these are some of the things that that you can do before you meet with them. And I would actually start in the bedroom um, decluttering the bedroom because that's your most personal space. You want to kind of free up the space in order to have accept the new ideas that might be coming in from the, your session. The more open your space is, the more new opportunities can, can, can come to you and come in. So you want to make sure that you open up a little bit of your home before the consult in order to allow this new, um, the new change to come forth. So that's it, guys. Those are all my tips and tricks on how to find a feng shui consult and practitioner that will work for you. If you want to learn more about me and what I do and how I do my consults, you can visit wonderspacefengshui.com. And as always, until next time, make your space a wonder space. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please take a moment to leave a review or support this podcast by subscribing. Visit wonderspacefengshui.com for events and other offerings. Thanks for listening and see you in the next episode.